Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when and where you are in the world when you're listening to this podcast. This is podcast number 23, and it's actually an old podcast. What I'm recording at this very second is new, but what this podcast is, is very old. Uh, It's pulled out from archives that I thought I had and hoped I had, and I did, and I wanted to show you guys... this particular thing. Now, this is going to be kind of a long one because I'm going to be demoing two different things. Same program, just two different things. We're going to be looking at a program uh, called Core Recovery, which was done by LevTech. Say what you want about the man, whether he was crooked or not or whatnot back in the day of, you know, 2014, 2015, 2016. But Core Recovery was a damned and saved my bacon I don't know how many times. It is a program that you could use to back up your Windows, your your operating system drive, and have a backup, keep that backup somewhere. And if something went wrong, you could at least put Windows back, and it took a lot less time because what I usually did, when I made a backup, I installed windows all of its updates and basic stuff had it all configured like my email and things like that and then went ahead and made the backup so that it was a clean backup it wasn't one that was messed up and then that way I kept it around so that if something went wrong I could just restore it now I don't know If there is anything like this anymore, I don't think so. There have been people who have told me, oh, just use the backup thingy, the Windows 7 backup thingy, and you can do it, and yada, 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 yada. Well, it's not, in my personal opinion, as easy as this was. And you'll see what I mean when you listen to this podcast. It is a long one, but listen to it so that you can hear how easy this was, and while why you will see why I wish there was something as easy today. Uh, if I could still use the core recovery, I'd use it. But I haven't really figured out how to, um, you know, now that we're in Windows 10 or Windows 11, I I really haven't messed with it. Plus the motherboard that I have right now, I can't quite get into booting from the thumb drive quite it's not quite it's not as easy as it used to be with pressing f12 um and then down arrowing to the drive and you know going that route at any rate without further ado like i said this was recorded way back in i believe 2015 uh but at any rate i hope you find it informational And maybe it'll even start discussion and maybe someone will find a way to write this type of thing again. Who knows? The program I'm going to be discussing is called Core Recovery. However, you'll notice when mine boots up, it's called something slightly different. And I will explain why while this is all up and going. Core Recovery is put out by LevTech. And whether you like LevTech's programs such as Winstaller or you don't like them or you like the individual or don't like the individual of the company 
One thing you do have to admit is core recovery is a must-have program, at least in my personal opinion. It has saved my bacon in many cases. I'm going to go ahead and get this started, and while it's doing what I want it to do, I will discuss why I think it's a very crucial tool to have, simply because I'm not going to be stopping the recording and or editing the recording during while it does what I want it to do because I want to show you how long it takes to do it. We're not going to discuss how to make a thumb drive bootable because that is a little above and beyond what this particular podcast is doing. But what you will need is a thumb drive. You will need to make sure the thumb drive is bootable and you'll need to know how to copy a folder to the thumb drive, uh, at least the contents of a folder. When you get Core Recovery, you'll either receive a zip file or an ISO file. I can't remember which because I haven't downloaded it uh, here lately. But you'll see two things inside of it. You will see a legacy BIOS version, and you'll also see a UFI BIOS version. I'm going to stick with the legacy version because my per, my computer uses the legacy BIOS. And I haven't figured out how to use it with the UFI BIOS where you have uh, secure boot enabled on a laptop. I have a laptop that has Windows 8 that I'd love to be able to use this on, but I haven't figured out how to do it. So at any rate, make sure you have a thumb drive that has enough space for core recovery, which is not big. You could easily you could easily use a two gig thumb drive and you'd be fine. You will need to make sure that it is bootable and like I said, you need to copy the contents of the legacy BIOS. Uh, ISO that you'll find in there, you'll need to copy the contents of that into or onto the thumb drive. And like I said, make sure it is bootable. At any rate, I have done all of this. I am currently in Windows. I was desktop. And I've installed all my programs, all my drivers, any Windows updates. I've configured everything, including uh, email and whatnot. So we're ready to make a backup of this particular system. Let's go ahead and reboot the desktop. And one of the things I'm gonna do is once I hear the beep from the PC speaker, I will hit F12 a couple different a couple times so that I can make sure I get into the menu I need to be in. So let's go ahead and reboot. Menu, search box, shutdowns, hibernate. I'm gonna hit R because I'm in the menu for uh, like hibernate, suspend, restart. So I'm gonna hit R for restart. Now that Windows is shut down, I'm going to unplug the USB cable from my Yeti. I have reasons for doing this. I'll explain in a moment. Okay. Hopefully you heard the beep from the PC speaker. I have hit F12 a couple times just to make sure I was in the menu. And so now what I'm presented with is a list of drives. 
This you may have to have someone sighted look at for you a couple times just to make sure that when you do plug in the USB thumb drive that you know how many times to down arrow. Usually on most computers it is F12 to get to this menu and then you just down arrow X number of times. For me it's four. And I'm going to press enter. This particular boot up sequence takes a little over two minutes so I can talk at this point. The reason I unplugged the Yeti is because Whatever or however he has set this up, uh, what Windows PE it probably loads, will see my onboard sound card. However, will also see my Yeti. Because the Yeti is not only just a microphone, but is technically a sound card. For whatever reason I haven't figured out, the Yeti becomes your default device. This happens in Windows as well it becomes your default device a lot of the times. So, this is why I have unplugged the Yeti. So it'll go through my computer speakers. I could have just hooked an earphone into the Yeti, and sometimes I do, but for obvious reasons, uh, I want to have it go through my speakers so you guys can hear it. Just a real quick rundown of the system I'm using to do this on. <coughs> the computer's been built by me. It is. <clears throat> it has a gigabyte motherboard from 2013. We have 8 gig of DDR3 1333 megahertz memory. A video card with 1 gig of onboard memory and I think a 400 megahertz or 440 megahertz uh, GPU, a six core uh, black edition AMD Vachera 3.5 gigahertz processor. And for the operating system drive, we are using an OCZ solid state drive, 120 gig. What we're listening for at this point is a couple musical notes from the PC speaker. Once those are done, you'll hear NVDA kick in and we'll get a message. This could happen at any time. Like I said, we're just waiting for the uh, tones from the PC speaker at this point. The time your computer takes to load could be different than mine, hence why I wanted to give you my specs. There we go. Oof! Preparing GitHub important notice nylon blend tech developed GitHub recovery for the sole use of. Jaroff Gitcher since this software contains third-party materials which are licensed to Jaroff Gitcher. No other person is permitted to utilize this environment. Okay, Burton. All right, so mine says Jika Recovery, and it told us why uh, I'm the only one who can use it, because there is software in this that is registered to me only. What this is is a core recovery enterprise version that has been uh, slightly modified for me. Hence why it's called Jika Recovery. Now that we know that we have an OK button here, let's go ahead and press it. Hey. 
Welcome, Dylon. Welcome to the LevTech Digital Recovery Enterprise Environment. This environment will allow you to image and restore your hard disks as well as access the command prompt and install Windows from a disk. You can access the network to which your digital recovery machine is connected. If you need speech during the use of this environment, press Ctrl-Alt N to adjust audio volume. Press Ctrl-Alt V. Please choose from the following options. Create or restore a disk image button. So we're presented with several choices that are buttons, and as you saw, the first one is uh, create or restore in a disk image. I'm going to go ahead and tab once. Copy a directory or drive button. Pretty self-explanatory. Tab again. Access the command prompt button. So you can do various things from the command prompt. Tab again. Configure the drives attached to this computer button. That is one that you will definitely use when you do a restore of an image because especially when you're backing up your C drive, when you go to restore it, and I will discuss this uh, in the recovery podcast that I will be doing, uh, you will definitely want to make sure that the drive is formatted because if you don't, when it puts an image back, it does not format the drive for you. So therefore, if you don't format it before you restore an image, you could run into all kinds of problems that you don't want to run into. Let's go ahead and hit tab again. Launch Paragon Partition Manager button. This is why it's uh, Core Recovery Enterprise, because uh, Paragon Partition uh, is included in the uh, Core Recovery Enterprise version. Fix Startup Issues button. Okay, so we can fix startup issues. Install Additional Drivers button. And I'm just tabbing through this stuff. You can install uh, additional drivers. Access the device manager console button. Okay. Access the uh, device manager. Enable network access button. There's the network access, which for me, I would have to uh, set up my network drivers because core recovery slash Jika recovery does not see my network card. Windows, even when you do a fresh install, does not see my network card. Switch to a custom shell button. Switch to a custom shell. Launch image for Windows button. There's the program that's registered to me, uh, image for Windows, which is a very powerful program. We're not going to get into that today, uh, but that program right there is why this is registered to me and is called Jika Recovery because that has my personal serial number and everything in it. Shutdown menu button. There's the shutdown menu. Create or restore a disk image button. And we're back to the beginning, so let's go ahead and hit the space bar on create or restore an image. Create or restore a disk image dialog. Please choose whether you want to create a new image or restore an existing image. Create a new disk image button. We've got a few choices here, and they're pretty much self-explanatory. So there's create. Restore an existing image button. There's restore. Close button. And there's close. So let's go ahead and go to create. Create a new disk image button. And hit space bar. Space prep. Choose the location to image dialog. Folder. Edit blank. This is pretty self-explanatory. First thing we are telling it is where we're backing up. In other words, what are we backing up at this point? And it's your your typical open or save dialog that you're kind of used to. Items new list. Library is not selected. One of 401 column one. I shift tabbed and I'm going to hit C for computer. C. Computer 3 of 403 column one. And I'm going to press enter. Items new list. Hard disk drives grouping expanded. Windows C. Not selected. One of 11 row one column one. I'm going to hit the space bar. Space selected. So that I can select the C drive. But... 
I'm not going to go into the drive. I'm going to tab. Folder. Edit. Window C. Notice it's filled it in for me, so I'm going to tab again. Select folder button. And I'm going to press the space bar. Space. Prep. Save image as dialog file name. File name. File name. Combo box collapsed. Edit all 10. Selected untitled.win. All right, so now we're presented with a saving thing where we're wanting to save this image. So I'm going to, again, before I even change the file name, I'm going to shift tab. Items new list. Header header. Name split button collapsed. Sorted ascending. I'm going to shift tab again. Audio not selected. One of 16. And I'm going to hit the backspace key. Items new list. Hard disk drives grouping expanded. Windows C. Not selected. One of 11. Row one. Column one. Because it had me in the C drive. I don't know why, but it did. Why would you want to back your C drive up to a file on the C drive? kind of doesn't make sense. So I'm going to hit S for stuff. S, stuff F. 4 of 11, row 4, call. Items, new list. I pressed enter. I'm now going to go to my backups folder. B, backups 2 of 25. Items, new list. Win 7 Pro not selected 1 of 1. Win 7 Pro not selected 1 of 1. So I'm going to hit space bar on Win 7 Pro. This is a folder. Space, selected. I'm going to press enter. Now, sometimes, and I don't know why NVDA does this in Core Recovery slash Jika Recovery, but sometimes the uh, folder doesn't uh, read and or when you go into a folder, it doesn't read it. But if I tab and then shift tab, as you can see, I am inside the Win7 Pro folder. I've already got two backups made. So I can now tab to the edit field. Header, file name, combo box collapsed, edit all 10, selected untitled dot wim. So I'm going to keep the dot wim. Blank, M, I, W, dot, selecting untitled, dot. And I'm going to type in 04. 04, dash, 10, dash, 2015. And I'm going to press enter. Image compression dialog gitcher recovery needs info on how you want to compress the image. Please note that the higher the compression, the longer the imaging process takes. Choose from one of the following options. Maximum compression button. So you can do maximum compression, which would really compress the best that it can uh, and make a smaller image. I have plenty of room on the drive that I'm storing this on, and I don't want it to take longer. So I'm going to go over to no compression. Uh, which is, I have to tab twice, but uh, as you see right now, we're sitting on maximum compression. If I tab once, fast compression button. There's some compression, just not a whole lot. Don't use compression button. And there's the don't use. So I'm going to press the space bar on that. Space. Image verification dialog. Do you want to verify files during image creation? File verification ensures all your files are copied correctly to the image. Please note that verification of files results in extremely high image creation times. Choose from one of the following options. Verify files button. All right, so we'll have two choices here. Either verify files or... Don't verify files button. Don't verify. I'm not going to verify. I've done this numerous times. It's always worked for me. Knock on wood. So we're going to... Don't verify files button. Press the space bar on don't verify. Automatic reboot dialog. Do you want the system to automatically reboot after image creation is complete? Yes button alt Y. Two choices, yes or no. I do want it to reboot when it is finished creating the image, so I'm going to press the space bar. Information dialog. Click OK to start creating your image. OK button. 
right, and uh, we are on the OK button. So I'm going to uh, check the time here. 804 a.m. 8.04. I'm going to hit the space bar now. Creating image dialog. Please wait while your image is created. Please wait while your image is created. Text. And it is now creating the image. Unfortunately, there isn't a status thing here that will show me uh, how long, you know, how much longer it's going to take, how uh, what the progress is. So if I, and I can show you this by... Screen review. Please wait while your image is created. So if I try to, you know, go down to the next line... Bottom. Please wait while your image is created. If I try to go up a line... Creating image. If I try to go up a line... Top. Creating image. So as you see, there's only two lines here. Uh, nothing, unfortunately, that tells you how far it's gotten or anything like that. I can tell you that with everything that I have installed, this is going to take about 11 minutes. So sit back and enjoy a cigarette with me. Oh, wait. <laughs> Maybe you don't smoke, but I do. At any rate, I do want to pass along some information while this is creating my image. The reason I'm not going to edit this is because I want you to see about how long this will take. <coughs> like I told you, it does take about 11 minutes. <clears throat> And when it is done, as you saw, I did tell it to reboot the computer. You will hear some speech as it starts doing the reboot, but it kind of chops itself off because, well, it doesn't finish saying everything before the system actually reboots. I wanted to give you my system information so that if yours takes a little longer, you'll understand why. If your system is a little bit slower or you're not using a solid state drive or whatever the case may be. The drive that we're backing the image up to is a SATA 6G drive with a 64 meg cache. The motherboard does support SATA 6G. Why I think this is very uh, this is a crucial tool to have. This is my personal opinion. You may or may not agree with me. How many of you have installed Windows from scratch? Installing Windows itself doesn't really take all that long, maybe about 30 minutes. But then you have to install all the updates. This in itself can take about two hours, if not maybe longer, depending on your internet connection. Then you have to make sure you, well, before you, I don't know if you do it before or after, just depends on the person, you have to install your drivers. This may not take horribly long, but you do still have to do it. Then you install all of your programs, and depending on how many programs you have to install, this could take you a little while. And then you have to configure all of your programs. Go into the preferences of each one and do all the stuff you need to do with it. This entire process, for me, depending on what I do, can take anywhere between a minimum of six hours to a, roughly a maximum of 12 hours. The 12 hour is more for if I want to just get everything installed and be done with it, or six hours at the very least to get at least updates done, drivers done, and essential programs so that I can do my work. Mm -hmm. 
Restoring the images, you, as you will see, will take about 11 minutes with everything I've got. And the image is going to be about 33.7 gig. Uh, it does still do a little bit of compression. Not a whole lot, but it does do a little bit, even though it says no compression. Restoring the image takes maybe a little bit longer. I don't quite remember exact uh, how long it takes. Uh, I want to say it's a little bit longer, maybe 15 minutes or so. But think of it this way. Loading core recovery takes, well, let's call it three minutes. Uh, then formatting your drive, you know, to you know, go into... Uh, the disk tools and formatting the drive that you're going to uh, put Windows back on. That that obviously doesn't take long because you can let it do a quick format. And then restoring your image, let's say it does take about 20 minutes at most. The worst you're going to spend is roughly 30 minutes, maybe 35 minutes, trying to put Windows back. But keep in mind... All of your updates, all of your settings, all of your programs, all of your drivers, everything is already done and there for you. The only catch, the only problem that you will run into, and this doesn't bother me, as some programs will require you to reauthorize and or re-unlock them. A couple of examples of this would be Socialize, Station Playlist Studio, Station Playlist Creator, Chicken Nugget, QCast, QRead, etc. JAWS for Windows, if you use a dongle, does not get messed up. However, uh, if you're using ILM, you will probably lose a key. But... Most likely, if you have to do this route, if you have to, you know, if you're to the point where you have to wipe the machine and restall, reinstall Windows anyway, you've probably already lost the key anyway for JAWS, so it really doesn't matter. This is why I use a dongle on my desktop. We should be... I don't know, getting close to this thing finishing. At least I would think so at any rate. Like I said, I don't want to stop it because I want you to see how long it takes it. It's not very long. <coughs> Again, <clears throat> this will highly depend on how much you've got installed on your drive. This will also depend on if you're using a solid-state drive as your operating system drive and if you're using a 6G, a, a SATA 6G drive um, for, you know, the backup. Obviously, if you're backing up to a, a USB drive of some sort, this could take longer. It's hard to say. But that's why I wanted to make sure you knew what I was running so that if you ran into a longer situation, or maybe yours took a little quicker, you'll understand why. If you don't have as much stuff installed as I do, it won't take as long to make your backup as well.
go ahead and put the cigarette out here. Like I said, we should be getting, I forgot to check the time. Well, actually, I, I, I let's see here. 8.13 a.m. Okay, should be done here in uh, about two minutes, I think. I think we started at 8.04. So we should have about two minutes to go. That's right, I did check the time. If you have any questions, suggestions, thoughts, anything like that, uh, maybe you have a, an idea for a podcast that you'd like to see. Uh, if you know of something that I use and you'd like to see a podcast done on it that's uh, that you know that falls under technology, or you'd even like to do a podcast of your own and you'd like it uh, put up on my podcast site, feel free to contact me. Email address is J-A-M-M-I-N-J-E-R-R-Y 2011 at gmail.com. Again, that's J-A-M-M-I-N-J-E-R-R-Y 2011 at gmail.com. And we should be hitting the moment where it will reboot. We're just waiting on that to happen. Yep, it should be rebooting any time now, I think. Like I said, this has saved my bacon I don't know how many times when I've done beta testing for like Windows 10 and I've decided I wanted to go back to a stable state You know, this one seems to be taking just a little bit longer than what I thought. X, Windows System Foot. And there it goes. Just rebooted. Plug my Yeti back in real quick. Machine just rebooted. And we're going to be in Windows here in just a moment. That's all there is to making a backup. And when you do a restore, you can tell it to reboot after it's done restoring as well. There we 
Here we go. Cause professional FTP Voyager schedule dialog. Publisher Rhino Soft. Com. Main window hidden. Process Explorer. Sysinternals. www. Sysinternals. Com. Jerry's desktop. Jam and Jerry. System Michael process. 0.01. 0K. 24.96. Scripts for station wheels. Studio version 5.10. Reduced by Archon Consultancy. Are loaded. Insert H for help. Insert F1 for user guide. Skype. Status online. Select the change status. Start button. Desktop. Folder view is new. And chicken nuggets even loaded and we're all good to go. Just to show you how much is in my system tray. Select the system tray icon dialog. List box T1017. There you go. That's how much stuff starts with Windows on this machine. So there you go. That's how you use Core Recovery to make a backup of your system. So what I'm going to do is show you guys how to restore an image that has been created. So I need to reboot the machine. And just to show you that I'm in Windows 10... Let's see if I can show you that real quick. Context menu, programs and features. F. First of all, I did a Windows key X, and I'm going to hit P. Leaving menus, all control panel items, add features for Windows 10, security and data, center link, system link. Right, so system, let's see if it shows it in here. Root cause of PC, graphic 100, my graphic 254, graphic 5, let it use local, control panel, home, new basic, device manager, Windows edition, remote settings, Windows 10 Pro technical preview. Remote settings, Windows 10 Pro technical preview, system, protection, copyright. 2015, Alright, so as you see, this is Windows 10. Alright, so we're going to do a shutdown. And we're going to do that by Windows X. Context menu, programs and features, F. The letter U. Sign out, I. And a R for restart. Leaving menu, system, change settings, link, exiting. Disconnecting the Yeti. We're just waiting for the PC speaker beep. There we go. Remember, for me, it is down four. And press the Enter key. And then we wait for a little bit. I do apologize for not doing the beginning of this podcast correctly, so let me do it now, now that I've got a couple minutes here. This is, uh, like I said, podcast number four. This is going to be the Core Recovery How to Restore an Image podcast like uh, as I was saying you know I, I installed Windows 10 I didn't even make a backup of it I sh- probably should have because I did do some work in it but you know what <clears throat> who cares maybe I'm just not configuring enough of Windows 10 for the start menu to work for me correctly but it didn't work so We're already going to put it back. This is Saturday morning. And I'm going to show you how quick this is and how easy it is to put a window, you know, your your restored image. Uh, Let's say you made an image like I did of Windows 7 and uh, all your apps and everything's installed. Now, keep in mind, uh, back in, what was it, 2003 or was it 2002? No, it was 2003. I, I believe, because it was Norton Ghost, you could do something similar with it, but 
they really broke the accessibility of like Norton Ghost. So, for the longest time, when I wanted to put a system back, uh, because I've beta tested an operating system and I'm to the point of I've either had enough of it or especially here recently because I work, I want to put it back so that I can work. Um, I needed an option and Core Recovery does provide that option for me. I'm going to turn my speakers down because I forgot to do so. There we go. That should do that. Turn my bass down a bit. There we go. Um, but in all honesty, before Core Recovery, I had to reinstall Windows from scratch, install my drivers, do all the Windows updates, um, do, you know, install all my programs, configure them. Like I said in the last podcast, take would take me anywhere between 6 and 12 hours to do everything. Well... Now that I can make images with Core Recovery and I can restore them, and as you see, it's loaded. Important notice nylon left. There's our, we're not going to go through that again. We've already heard it before on the last podcast. So I'm going to hit enter. Welcome, nylon well. And I'm going to hit the space bar on create or restore a disk image. Create or restore a disk image, nylon, please. <clears throat> now this time round, instead of going to create, we're going to go to restore. Actually, before we do any of that, I almost made the same mistake that I tell everyone not to make. Restore. Close button. Let's close this real quick. Welcome, Nylon. Welcome, sir. I want to go to the disk stuff, so I'm going to tab. Copy a directory or drive button. Again. Access the command prompt button. Again. Configure the drives attached to this computer button. All right, this is what we need to do. And we need to do this step first. Um, because if you don't, especially with two different operating systems, you're going to create one hell of a mess. This is a crucial step that I always, always do. And I almost forgot to do it just because, well, I'm trying to pay more attention to the no. Anyway. Space prep. Disk management dialog. Please choose how you want to manage disks. Open the disk management console button. All right. So we have a couple options in here. We can open the... Open the disk management console button. You know, the disk management console button. For those of you in Windows 7, this is basically the equivalent of going to the control panel, going to admin, going to computer, and then going to disk management. Uh, that's what this will load. If I tab again, use the command line disk part tool button. I could also use disk part, and sometimes I do, but in cases like this where all I want to do is reformat a drive, it's just a lot easier to do it through the uh, disk management thingy. Let's tab again. Perform low level formatting button. Tab again. Close button. And tab again. Open the disk management console button. That's what I want to do, so I'm going to hit spacebar. Well, disk management, tree view, level zero, disk management, one of one. And it takes it a minute because it's looking at all your drives. When it's done, it'll put us in the list of drives. List audio D, layout, simple, type, basic, file system, MTFS, status, healthy primary partition, capacity, 2700. All right, so 
As you see, I'm in my list of disks now. I need to go to my Windows drive. Windows D, layout, simple, type, dynamic, file system, NTFS, status, healthy, capacity, 111.79 GB, free space, 90.45 GB, percent free, 81%, fault tolerance, no, overhead, 0% five of five. All right, what I had done was just hit the end key because I know, and I've done this enough times, my Windows drive always, for some reason, shows up at the very bottom. So... Now that I have it highlighted, I'm going to hit the application key. Context menu. And I'm going to go find format. Open O. Explore E. Extend volume. Unavailable X. Shrink volume. H. Add mirror. Unavailable A. Change drive letter and pass. C. Format. F. All right, so I could have just hit the letter F, but I just wanted to show you, you know, kind of what's here. So I'm going to hit enter. Format C. Dialog. Volume label. Edit Alt V. Selected window. And I'm not changing anything. I want it to stay as an NTFS drive and all that. So I'm just going to shift tab to the start button. I want the label of the drive to be the same. Cancel button. OK button. Uh, so I'm going to hit OK. Format C. Dialog formatting. This volume will erase all data on it. Back up any data you want to keep before formatting. Do you want to continue? OK button. All right. So obviously you have OK and cancel. I want to continue. So I'm going to hit OK. Space, disk management, list, video, me, layout. All right, so, and I've hit the control key. Now it's taken us to, back to the list of the stuff. And I always give it a, a minute to do this. And I always verify that it's done doing it by finding it again. Windows C, layout, simple, type, dynamic, file system, NTFS, status, healthy, capacity, 111.79 GB. Free space, 111.70 GB, percent free, 100%, fault tolerance, no, overhead, 0% five of five. All right, there it is. We're done. So I can Alt F4 out of here. Welcome, dialogue. And let's shift tab. Access the copy of direct, create or restore a disk image button. I shift tab three times to get back to the create or restore a disk image. So now I'm going to hit spacebar on it. Space. Create or restore a disk image. And I'm going to tab once to restore. Restore an existing image button. And I'm going to hit spacebar. Space. Rest. Open with image dialog file name. File name. Combo box collapsed. Edit alt end blank. All right. So it's wanting to know what the image is that we're opening. If I knew the exact path. And if I felt like typing it, I could, but I want to be safe about it. Items, new list, library is not selected, one of 401, column one. So I shift tabbed and I'm in the, this is the typical, you know, open thing that we're used to. So I'm going to hit C for computer. C, computer, three of 403, column one. Press enter. Items, new list. I'm going to hit S for stuff. S, stuff F, four of 11, row four, column one. Press enter. Items, new list, things I need. B for backups. B, backups, two of 25. Enter. Items, new list, win seven, row not selected, one of one. Press space bar. Space selected. So that we select it, and then I'm going to hit enter. And as you saw before, NVDA didn't read what's here, but we know there are files here. So I'm going to look for the backup that I created yesterday. Items, new list, 0410 three of three. And there it is. I hit the end key to find it. I'm going to tab just to make sure that that's what's in the edit field now. Header, header, name, file, name, combo box collapsed, edit, alt, n, selected, 0410, 2015, dot, whim. 
Right? That's what I want. So I'm going to press enter. Choose the location to restore to nylon folder. Edit blank. All right. Where are we restoring the image to? I'm going to shift tab. Items new list. Library is not selected. One on 401 column one. Again, hit C for computer. C, computer 3 on 403 column 1. Press enter. Items, new list, hard disk drives, grouping expanded. Windows C, not selected, 1 on 11 row 1 column 1. Windows C is up at the very top. That's the one we want, so I'm going to hit spacebar. Space, selected. Again, we don't go into the C drive. So I'm going to tab. Folder, edit, Windows C. As you see, it is there. I'm going to tab again. Select folder button. So I'm going to hit select folder. A automatic reboot dialog. Do you want the system to automatically reboot after image creation is complete? Yes, button alt Y. I don't know why it says image creation is complete. Um, at this point, it's a restoring of an image, but, well, such as it is. No button. Yes, button alt Y. We have no and we have yes. I'm going to choose yes. Space. Restoring your image dialog. Please wait. Status bar. And as before, 8.25 a.m. It's 8.25. Uh, as before, there is nothing here showing us what it's doing. Uh, I can prove that by... Screen review. Jitter recovery is restoring your image. If I try to look on the next line... Bottom. Jitter recovery is restoring your image. Okay. If I try to go up a line... Blank. Please wait. Restoring your image. Top. Restoring your image. So... Please wait. Blank. Jitter recovery is restored bottom. Jitter recovery is restoring your image. So that's all that's here. That's all that shows up. That's all NVDA can see. Uh, again, there's no progress bar, so this is going to take a little while. But, as you will see, everything will be back to normal. However, you will also see Chicken Nugget will require me to reauthorize it. No big deal. Station Playlist Studio may come up working right away, but within about a day or two, it'll realize that something isn't quite right, and it'll yell at me eventually and say, hey, you need to reauthorize me. So I'll have to do that. Uh, Socialize will yell at me, saying that it probably needs reauthorized. That's a possibility. But... I don't mind going through all of that because that doesn't take... That takes about 10 minutes to fix the apps that I know break. And they really don't break. Uh, they just require reauthorization or reunlocking. Once you've done that, I mean, all your settings are still there. Uh, you'll see that my timelines are still the way they should be in Chicken Nugget once I reauthorize it. Um, so I've, I've basically saved myself six to 10 hours worth of work or six to 12 hours. Um, yes, it takes me, you know, probably, I don't know, 10 to 20 minutes to restore the image. I doubt it's going to take that long. It, it, it'll take about 10 minutes at least. But my point though is I'm saving myself loads of work by putting this image back. Now, if I were to use uh, image for Windows, it's very possible nothing would break. Uh, the reason some of these break is because they're based on your computer's fingerprint and formatting your 
drive changes the fingerprint because the the it's like the serial number of the drive changes every time you format it, which is or the volume serial number changes. So this in turn changes the fingerprint of the machine. Therefore, some programs tend to break in the sense that they they need reauthorized. But we're just going to sit here and let Core Recovery do its thing, restoring the image that I made yesterday. And when it's done, as you saw, I told it to reboot the machine. And so we will hear this talk a little bit showing that it's rebooting. We'll hear the beep from the PC speaker. And then we will be in Windows 7. This is a good thing. Over here and uh, roll a cigarette while that's doing its thing. Why? Because I can. Because the, you know, it's doing its thing so I can do whatever I want for a couple minutes. Kind of love automatic cigarette rollers and what I mean by automatic is it's electric. Hey chair. Thank you. So we're just going to sit here and wait on it. Okay, I will be right back. I'm going to leave the recording going, but I will be right back. I will shut my door, but I will leave the recording going, and hopefully when I return, Windows 7 will be back up and running. Windows system. And as you see, Windows is up. Um, it's kind of quiet. 
turn it back up. But as you see, there we go. We're back in Windows 7 at the moment. And I can prove that. Real simple. I will uh, go to my control panel. Menu, search box edit. As you see, Windows 7. So there you go. That's how easy it is to put back Windows 7. Steam login. Activate chicken nugget. Activate now button. Uh, and as you see, chicken nugget needs activated, but that's no big deal. I can simply... Matter of fact, I'll even do this real quick. Computer, items, stop out. Stop out. Items, new multi Let's see here, important. Oops. Talking with Twitter, 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 Chicken Nugget. 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 Chicken Activate now. Activate chicken nugget dialog. The email. J A M M I N J E R R Y at J J H O F dot com. I'm gonna tab. The user key email. Paste. Reset activation. OK button. Tab to OK. Retrieving activation dialog. Please wait. Activation in progress. Please wait. Activation in progress. Activation failure dialog. Retrieving an activation key mail for the following reasons. Email invalid email address. This application will now run as a demonstration. OK button. Uh, whoops. Unlock app button. Hold plus two. Activate now button. Activate chicken nugget. The email address you purchased is active. Edit. Somehow I mistyped the email address. Let me just make sure I typed it right. J A M M I N J E R R Y. Explain. J. Explain. J. I said at. J A M M I N J E R R Y. At J J H O F. Period. C O M. Flank. Right. The user key email thing left for your purchase. Edit. Hold plus two. Now my Steam is obviously needing me to re-log back in again. Uh, it needs fixed, but as you see, Chicken Nugget, there it goes. Um, it's retrieving my timelines and doing its thing. But there you go. Uh, Windows is now restored. Process Explorer Sysinternal. www Sysinternal. Steam login. I'll leave that alone for the moment. Desktop. Folder view list view. Not selected. Recycle bin. 1 to 40. But as you see... Folder view list view. Windows 16 to 40. My desktop is back the way it should be. All my apps are here. So there you go. Did not take long at all, did it? This is why I encourage people... Even though they may not, even though they may or may not like LevTech, they may or may not like the way he does business. They may or may not like his, you know, some of his programs. Uh, I just proved it to you that Core Recovery, at the very least, is a program you should buy. Why? Because it works. It does do its job. Uh, it just, as you see, it saved me loads of work. Um, let's see. Let's look at my system tray. Select the system tray icon dialog. List box. Type online. One of 17. As you see, everything's here. Um, you know, I can even open Overview. my email. Money talks. Let's see. Oop, there's money talks. Outlook 2007. Let's open Outlook. 
Inbox Microsoft Outlook, List Box, Unrest, The New York Times Partner, Lightly Spam, just $5 for 12 weeks, try 4, 10, 20, 15, 7, 26 a.m., 27 KD. And as you see, one of, you know, there's one of my emails from yesterday. So there you go. If you have any comments, complaints, suggestions, thoughts, whatever, criticisms, uh, feel free to send me an email, jamandjerry2011 at gmail.com. Uh, once again, that's J-A-M-M-I-N-J-E-R-R-Y 2011 at gmail.com. And until next time, have a good day.